Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is Friday, November 3rd. I'm Megan Lynch. And I'm Debbie Monterey. St. Louis University students gathering on campus last night to protest what they perceive as an unjust war in Palestine. Nader Badwan talked about the climate on campus. Me personally, I haven't been targeted, but I've been I've heard that some people have been targeted on the university news. Like some people have been uh, commenting on some stuff and then there were some harmful comments on there. And it was just very wrong for what those people were saying in response to those people trying to spread the word and support in Palestine. Badwan says he feels safe, but he's concerned for other people. He adds he looks out for his Arab brothers and sisters on campus because many of them are from the same area. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Illinois U.S. Senator Dick Durbin says violence has reached an intolerable level. He believes it's time for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. But he also tells CNN there should be conditions on such a pause in fighting. Believe me, what I said earlier about ceasefires under circumstances, for example, the release of those who have been kidnapped as part of it, uh, indication that this is a, a good faith effort on the part of the other side. Durbin also says there needs to be a conversation between both sides on a long-term solution to a dispute that has gone on for decades. The assault weapon registry is underway in Illinois, but how many owners of such weapons have actually sent in their paperwork to Illinois State Police? We expect there to be more and more people as we get closer to the deadline, which is the end of the year, uh, to do so. And, you know, people who don't, obviously, at some point, they will be breaking the law. Governor Pritzker asked yesterday about a report that only a tenth of a percent of them have done so, handed in that required paperwork, and he responded forcefully. So I hate that mainstream media are picking up right-wing media talking points, so let me correct you a little bit. The percentage was based on 2,046 individuals registering out of 2.4 million firearms owners with ID cards, but not all of those firearms are assault weapons. There's also been discussion regarding weapon use here in the St. Louis area, a pair of bills passed by the St. Louis City Public Safety Committee. The second bill passed by the committee clears up confusion around the Detention Facility Oversight Board, which has created a lengthy delay in their attempts at oversight. Alderman Rasheen Aldridge is working to move this bill along quickly so the Oversight Board doesn't have to wait. we got to get this done because uh, we have to ensure that these members are able to go in and be an oversight eye so that maybe they can prevent a death, another death in the jail. A bill to ban the open carrying of firearms in St. Louis was also passed out of committee. A second introduction of both bills will take place at the meeting of the full board on Friday. Sean Malone, KMOX News. What impact might this weekend's time change have on our health? Sleep experts like Dr. Thomas Seiler at SSM Health St. Joseph Hospital in St. Charles say gaining an hour of sleep this weekend is better than losing an hour in the spring but can still cause some sleep disruptions, mood disturbances, and increases in depression and suicide. His advice for this weekend? Part of the thing with sleep is to have good sleep habits throughout the year. If you do have good sleep habits, that's going to make you able to tolerate these uh, changes more easily and uh, try to get a lot enough sleep. That's the biggest problem that Americans have is sleep deprivation. Dr. Seiler says the American Academy of Sleep Medicine just released a new statement saying the U.S. should eliminate daylight saving time and make permanent standard time when it gets lighter earlier and darker sooner. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. 
From the KMOX Business Desk, Six Flags and Cedar Fair are merging, creating a dominant amusement park company. But Coaster fans want to know if this deal means improvements to older parks like Six Flags St. Louis. Six Flags. It's playtime. Six Flags has lagged behind Cedar Fair in keeping its parks fresh. Remember how the line for Batman used to be back in the day? And Cedar Fair makes sure its parks get a new ride most years, says Wall Street Journal reporter Will Fewer. The theme park industry, especially the regional theme park industry, is uh, really driven by new rides on a season-to-season basis. And Cedar Fair has been really consistent about, you know, investing in new rides and putting splashy new rides into its various parks and kind of cycling through so that Every park got a big new ride, you know, every season or two, whereas Six Flags has been a little bit less consistent. Some of its parks have languished a little bit, not gotten a big new ride in a long time. And when Six Flags tried to raise prices to pay for upgrades, customers said no thanks and sales fell. The merged company will keep the Six Flags name, but the Cedar Fair management and philosophy. There is little antitrust concern, however. Talking about the the Missouri market, for example, I mean, you've got uh, Six Flags has a park in St. Louis, and then Cedar Fair has their park in uh, Kansas City, I believe. And so, what, that's a three-and-a-half-hour drive or so, and uh, it's not too much overlap. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.